Hi, everybody. This is Cassandra, and welcome to another episode on the Luminous Star Commentary. I'm so happy to bring another beautiful message to you today, and I certainly hope you are taking care of yourself as well as each other on this day or night, wherever you may be. Well, you know, I want to talk about why narcissists seem to go the extra mile sometimes to discard of a person, especially when they come right back around only to try to hoover. Okay, (laughs) it's very interesting how they do that. But, uh, you know, narcissistic personality types, sometimes they will often take time out of their life just to go the extra mile. Okay, to be on demon time. Okay, so it's not just a case of they're just not that into you, especially when you look at how sometimes they may attempt to hoover. So if they didn't want someone in the first place, why would they bother to come back around to try and hoover? Very interesting. So I'm going to be talking about, of course, I'm going to, a lot of you who watch me on the Luminous Star channel, thank you very much, by the way. Also, You know that I like to share tips, tools, and guidelines on how to effectively thrive forward past narcissist relationships. Speaking from experience, that's the least I can do, okay? So um, I want to first talk about the shame and guilt cycle, okay? Narcissists, they seem to have a lot of shame. And what they do sometimes is they will project onto others. This is an attempt to throw the shame off or the blanket of shame that they may be, pardon me, that they may be feeling or carrying. They throw it off onto others who are around them. So it can cause a cosmic, pardon me, not a cosmic, a karmic, a karmic loop, a karmic cycle. Why? Because the narcissist, they feel the guilt, they feel the shame, right? Of what they do, what they say the poor choices that they make that may cause other people harm. So the narcissist, they may feel the guilt and shame, but what do they do to help themselves or to either help the people that they're in relationships with? Well, they project. I know that doesn't help very much. It may make things worse, but the narcissist will throw this off on other people, the shame off on other people. And then this is their attempts to feel better. Unfortunately, this is another way that they use other people. It's not a good way to use people. I mean, there's a good way to to be used and to use, and there's a bad way. But when narcissists attempt to uh, throw off the shame and guilt, what they often do is they project onto others the things that they don't like about themselves, the poor choices that they made. Okay, and the reality that just like the rest of us, they have to face the consequences of their choices and what they do, what they think, what they say, so on and so forth, right? But narcissists often think that they're way above and beyond that. They think that they are the exception to the rule, (laughs) but they're not. So the shame and guilt cycle is like a karmic loop cycle. It's like a karmic loop. It's like a karmic cycle. So narcissists often will experience what's known as guilty complex instead of a guilty conscious. See, you have to have a conscious first in order to uh, resolve issues in a relationship. Okay, so some people, okay, you know, we, we, went, we mess up. Yeah, sometimes we say and do things to hurt our loved ones. Okay, and it's most of the time ourselves, ultimately. Okay, so when that happens, 
a lot of us who don't have a narcissistic personality or have narcissistic tendencies that are maligning or malevolent, we feel or experience guilty conscience, okay, or guilty consciousness. But whereas a narcissistic personality, they don't experience that. They seem to experience a guilty complex. So what does that look like? They do and or say something that may effectively or that may result in them feeling shame and guilt. But see, they don't do anything to resolve the issue. What they do is they may escalate the issue. They may reenact unresolved issues from before up to the current. Okay, I don't want to confuse anybody. But narcissists often have unresolved issues piled up. It's like layers of unresolved issues throughout the years. And they will use that particular moment to project onto you or anyone else. And they will feel or experience a guilty complex, meaning they feel the guilt, they feel the shame, but not to the point of actually resolving the issues or squashing the issues or coming to peace with anyone, making atonement, reconciliation, redemption. All these things are foreign to a narcissist or a narcissistic personality or those who have narcissistic tendencies that are maligning or over the top. <clears throat> so, so they often, oh, pardon me. <clears throat> okay. All right. Okay. Breathe. Okay. <laughs> Getting tongue tied. Or maybe someone's trying to prevent me from giving you guys this good message. Not going to happen today. Okay. <laughs> so the guilty complex looks like that. Okay. Narcissistic personality types, they will feel the guilt and shame, but they won't resolve the issue. See, they are aware sometimes that they harm others, but they don't stop harming others. They don't stop. Okay. They don't seem to have any interest in resolving issues in a uh, productive way. Their way of resolving issues means that they have to buckle down and control the relationship even more, or maybe the people in it. They will buckle down sometimes to manipulate situations in their favor. That is the narcissist's way, seemingly, to resolve issues instead of just coming to peace, making atonement, uh, seeing or recognizing that that's their moment of redemption simply reaching out and saying you know uh, or apologizing right they don't have to say i'm sorry that's kind of a defeatist way of words to use they can say something like uh, you know i apologize for whatever worth is worth or what have you but see narcissists they don't seem to have that type of mentality in other words they don't see that doesn't seem to fathom okay they don't think of, of that they tend to want to buckle down or they may think that the the issue is so great that they have to buckle down and manipulate they have to turn up on the demon time now see you and i may say oh well that's ridiculous you know why pour fuel on the fire but see narcissistic personality types often do just that when they start to feel the guilt and the shame creeping up See, they don't like that feeling. They don't like that energy. So they throw that off onto others. They project onto others, unfortunately. And so 
what happens to others who are involved well or what they can experience is they may get lost in the sauce they may get caught up in the sunken place of a narcissist relationship okay they're in this they're stuck in the sunken place why because it's the karmic loop it's the karmic cycle of the narcissist guilt okay their shame so i call it the shame guilt cycle that narcissists or narcissistic types often experience other people can get caught up in it so when the narcissist has the guilty complex rather than a guilty conscious that's what that looks like the connection versus the control okay so that ties into that as well narcissists will often avoid the connection they want the control which is exactly why if they feel any shame and guilt they will not move to making peace with those that they perhaps have harmed in a relationship they will not reach out and make atonement they will not uh, participate in that they will not engage in that they won't entertain it they often avoid it why because they want the control not the connection what does it take or what is the aspect or what is yeah what is a part of atonement connection when people come to peace with one another do they not feel some sort of connection even though they may not reconcile in other words they may not uh continue to have a relationship or they may go their separate ways or they may decide it is not practical to reunite it's just it just doesn't have to be a romantic situation by the way okay but that's certainly one of the types of relationships or situations that i'm talking about here so the narcissist they will avoid the connection okay in order to maintain or obtain control they don't want the connection because the connection puts them at a disadvantage well this is according to the narcissist see they don't want to be that vulnerable so they will avoid when they're feeling the guilt and the shame right they won't move to connection they won't move to connecting with others in other words making the atonement or making peace with people they won't do that they don't ask for forgiveness they don't apologize unless it gives them more power or what they think is power in the relationship or it provides them more source supply okay if the narcissist has determined that it provides them more uh, source supply then they will move towards apologizing but it will of course be fake so they're going to be coming off like an imposter but a lot of people don't realize this until after the relationship is over with the narcissist which is often why in my videos on the luminous star channel i mention that there's an opportunity there's always a window of opportunity to come out of the sunken place of a narcissist relationship when the narcissist chooses to venture out for new supply that is one of the most golden moments it doesn't feel like it at the time but it's one of the most golden moments when that opportunity arises and presents itself to anyone who's in a narcissist relationship when the narcissist ventures out then a person who's involved with him or her yes their heart is broken yes they may be disappointed but they can choose to go within at that time and they will be able to get a clear perspective on how dysfunctional and toxic the narcissist relationship really was or is 
Now that the narcissist is preoccupied or busy with a new supply, I'm just trying to put it nicely, they have already discarded, in other words. You see, narcissists will go the extra mile to discard. So when they venture out, then that's the opportune time for a person to go within. So when they go out, you go in. Some people, unfortunately, they choose to go after the narcissist. When the narcissist leaves out, they go after the narcissist. And they can get lost. They get lost in the sauce. They can get caught up in the karmic loop or karmic cycle of the narcissist's guilt and shame. Okay, the narcissist has the guilt and shame cycle going on. So don't get caught up in it. You know, this is what this uh, segment or this particular episode is really all about. I want you guys to get this because this is a revelation that I had. Now, I've been in relationships like this too in the distant past. Okay, <laughs> so I chose to learn from it. So I just want to share this with you guys. You know, I went through all of the emotional roller coaster rides of it too. Okay, thank goodness I was able to uh, have enough faith and tap into my source to help me with that. Thank you, thank you, okay? So um, the connection versus control. So narcissists, they don't want to connect. So they don't do anything to connect when they when they feel the guilt and the shame and they know they've hurt other people. They will move to the control. So what does that also look like? Um, the reenactments. Let me break that down further. So the narcissists know that they hurt you either because you said something to him or her or uh, anyway you brought it to their attention or it has been brought to their attention that they caused you some sort of injury or damage or hurt or harm right so instead of connecting with you by apologizing perhaps even asking for forgiveness or um just making the atonement they will avoid the atonement so they will reenact by re-injuring or doing the same offense again I know that's hard to believe, but some of you have already experienced this like yours truly. See, the narcissist, that's, that's, that's a, you know, <laughs> that's a, that's a time to redeem him or herself, but no, they choose to re-injure. They choose to, uh, repeat the same offense. This can be years later, by the way, they will move to try to break your heart again. This is their way of resolving the issue for themselves. See, it's not about anyone else. The narcissist is about the control, not the connection. So when they move to saying and or doing things that perhaps they did before to cause or to influence you to have a broken heart or to feel pain or disappointment, then they may, in their minds, they perhaps may think that that is resolving the issue because they feel the shame and the guilt from doing so before so they're throwing off the shame they're throwing off the guilt by projecting they may even blame you for what happened they may even blame you for what they feel and think a lot of you have already gone through this see i'm just breaking this down because some of us are you know well i used to be but some are confused by that when the narcissist instead of why some people are asking the question well why doesn't the narcissist once they know that they've harmed why don't they just apologize well yeah you and I are on the same page with that the narcissist doesn't they don't have that type of uh they don't they don't fathom that that doesn't make sense to them and when you uh look at it from a narcissistic personality stance yeah they will be um they will have to be crazy 
to apologize or to make atonement because they are on survival mode 24 seven. So to be humbled in such a way or to experience vulnerability in such a way is a no, no to a narcissist. See, they're about the control, not the connection. So to connect with you to a narcissist will probably seem to be out of control that he or she will be out of control or they will lose control. That's I think that's more accurate to say that about a narcissist. It's not really that they think they're going to be out of control. <laughs> it's more or less like they will uh, perhaps think they're losing control. Losing control is losing source supply to a narcissist and vice versa. And that's what they cannot afford. Narcissists tend to ask themselves constantly, what can they afford? What can they not afford from one person to the next, from one relationship to the next? They're seemingly consistent with that one. Okay, they are going to ask, they're going to ponder that. What can they afford? What can they not afford? And I say we can take that note from their playbook and use it. What can you afford? What can you not afford? That's one of the critical questions I'm going to share today. I I know I sound like I'm jumping around here, but bear with me. Um, that's, That's a critical question for you. When it comes to the narcissist relationship, what can you afford and what can you not afford? Two-part question. Very profound. I answered this one for myself a long time ago. And what I came up with changed my life. What can you afford? What can you not afford? When it comes down to a narcissist relationship. Not just any of your... Actually, all of your relationships if you want to apply that question. But really, when it comes down to a narcissist relationship. Uh, that question is is really, really profound. Okay. So control and connection. Narcissists, they will avoid the atonement. So they're not going to apologize. They're not going to ask for forgiveness unless they see that as another way of obtaining supply. In other words, they can control you. Okay? They can control the relationship. So so that's, that's the only reason why or one of the main reasons why they will ask for forgiveness and or they will apologize. Link versus attachments. Okay, I'm still on the connection versus control. When the narcissist feels shame, guilt, okay, when they're in that shame, guilt cycle, this is often what they go through. This is what, what's going on right here. They will avoid the connection because they're about the control. So it's not a case of that, that they're just not that into you because they wouldn't try to hoover you if they really wanted the connection. They wouldn't have to hoover you back in if they didn't discard of you in the first place or did they or if they did not discard the relationship in the first place or abandon the relationship okay just a side note this is one of the things that i learned uh to do to help myself okay so i just want to share this with you this is very very powerful very effective instead of telling yourself that the narcissist uh, abandoned you okay this might be a narcissistic parent by the way the, the parent can abandon their child but I'm talking about a romantic situation or even a friend or even a business partner who is not your parent. Okay. If they decided to discard, try to look at it like this. Okay. Write it down even, or even state it. They abandoned the relationship. They did not abandon you. Very powerful. See, when you look at it that way, it's very powerful. Because that gives you the opportunity to see yourself as an empowered person. You're not defeated in the situation or with this or whatever the situation was. Whatever that situation was, you weren't defeated. 
it's very important that you start saying and looking at it that way because that's actually true. The narcissist decided to discard, therefore they abandoned the relationship, not you, because you're still here. You're still able to thrive forward. You don't have to be stuck in the in the sunken place. You don't have to be stuck in that relationship at all. Okay, but it's very hard because when we're emotional, and nothing wrong with being emotional, but it's very hard to um, bypass or to outgrow a narcissist relationship, but not impossible. It's challenging to get past any relationship if you really think about it, especially one that you have invested in emotionally. Okay, so it's it's just not, you know, it's it's complex because as humans, we are a little bit complex. (laughs) Okay, nothing wrong with that. But link versus attachment. All right. First of all, the narcissist more than likely in the relationship, they're going to show to have uh, attachment styles that are inappropriate or inappropriate attachment styles. So link versus attachment. Let me break that down. Narcissists tend to link on to the energy body. They don't want the connection. Remember, they want the control. What's one of the best ways to do that? Well, to link on rather than to connect. Picture a chain in the looping of the chain. Every chain has the loop, okay? It's looped together. That's what makes the chain. So the narcissist relationship is like that, or the way the narcissist chooses to um, relate to everybody in a relationship. They link on. They, they, They don't connect, they link on. So they it's a feeling of latching on to your, your energy body, which is exactly why you may feel drained every time you deal with him or her. They link on to the energy body. They don't connect with the energy body of other people. Very different. So link versus attachments. Narcissists are uh, usually avoiding the connection. So they link instead. They don't connect. They link. They latch on to the energy body so another way of looking at that is this is often why the narcissist when they ask the question what can they afford what they what they cannot afford they often choose the to control and they may figure that they cannot afford not to be controlling in the relationship or to control the relationship or controlling others in the relationship They manipulate situations in their favor. That's another way of looking at how they attempt to control and dominate their relationships as well as others in the relationships. So they link on instead of connecting because connecting to others, the narcissist may see that as a loss of source supply because when we are connected, this is a very interesting thing that happens. Whatever some of our loved ones experience, whether it's good or bad, we experience too. Let that sink in for a second. What our loved ones experience, to a certain degree, we experience too because we're connected. Narcissists don't want that. They're about the control, not the connection. So if they're connected to you, whatever you experience they experience too and the narcissist sees that as a loss which is also why when they feel the shame guilt they don't move towards apologizing or asking for forgiveness that's foreign to them that's a no-no because that's admitting that they harmed no they choose to see themselves as a victim 
who was harmed. If they're not creating victims, then narcissists tend to see themselves as victims, which keeps them in control. They're about the control, not the connection. So they tend to link, okay, instead of connecting or attaching. Well, connection with other people. They avoid that because they don't want to experience what you're experiencing, especially if there's heartache and pain and disappointment. Feel me? Yeah. So they don't want that because to them, perhaps narcissists see that as them losing control. They're vulnerable. They're, you know, very vulnerable and they don't want that. They're humbled. Narcissists seem to think that they're above and beyond that. They're not going to be humbled. Okay. They choose to humble other people. Okay. Like that. So, uh, the value of learning how and when to detach. Cause see at that time, that is when you can detach from the narcissist relationship. Once you see that the narcissist is about the control instead of the, instead of the connection, then it may dawn on you, or you may have the revelation that there wasn't any connection in the relationship to begin with. Narcissists often make a secret vow not to love anyone anymore for any reason. I know that sounds very, you know, very melodramatic. It may sound uh, just incredible, but, uh, and I don't mean incredible in a good way, but it just may sound like a lot. Well, it is. It's energetically heavy when you think about that. Okay, so the narcissist personality type, they often choose to go the extra mile on demon time. Okay, they they take time out their life to go the extra mile just to get back at you for what they have perceived. Okay, perceived, that's the key word. They have perceived you have done wrong when you haven't. Okay, perhaps you haven't. Now, uh, you don't want to get lost in the sauce of a narcissist relationship. See, that's the sunken place. All right, so the narcissist wants you to stay there. But the narcissist often has what's called the shame and guilt cycle. It feels like a karmic loop. It can have the feeling of a karmic cycle. So I want to flip that around when I was stating about we feel what our loved ones feel to a certain extent because we're connected. So if you're connected or you're feeling connected to the narcissist, but they're not feeling connected to you because they're not trying to connect. Well, guess what? With the narcissist experiences, you may experience to a certain degree as well. See, it's the flip side of that. This is often why sometimes when we're involved with a narcissist, we had good luck, but now we don't. Okay. Or some people say, oh, no such thing as luck, but you know what I mean? Your life seemed to be, have been going pretty well until you got caught up with the narcissist, lost in the sauce sunken place of a narcissist relationship because we feel connected to the narcissist we're emotionally invested see so whatever they feel or experience the things that they do you know they may suffer the you know experience the consequences of but narcissists often try to delay or avoid the consequences of their poor choices what they may say and do to injure others this is why they don't want to connect to you right they want the control So in order to maintain control, they avoid connection. This is also why we can value when and how to detach from the narcissist relationship. Remember, whatever they experience, you may to a degree be experiencing because of your uh, trying to uh, connect or you feel connection to him or her. I'm not saying you're wrong about this. I'm just pointing out the controlling connection. 
See, this is often why narcissists will avoid the connection. They will avoid the atonement. They will avoid what's practical to a lot of us when there's issues in a relationship, especially when people are hurting and their hearts are broken or, you know, whatever they're hurting. So, um, I just want to point that out because that, to me, that was a revelation that I had uh, quite some time ago. And that helped me to, you know, function in a different way, especially if I uh, was dealing with a, a situation like that. Okay. So uh, tool number one, talk to someone you trust. See, the objective is not to get them to believe what you went through in a narcissist relationship, but the objective could be to express what you have experienced in order to release the heavy energy of the narcissist relationship. Some people don't believe the things that people go through in a narcissist relationship. So the objective doesn't have to be to get them to believe you, but you're releasing heavy energy in order to thrive forward. Tool number two, write angry letters. This is one that I do every now and again. I, I do the first one too, but the second one here, this one is very effective. All of these tools are effective, but write angry letters. And when you do it, make sure you position yourself in a positive way. In other words, you don't have to lay down or sit down when you read the angry letter. You can walk around, pace the floor, go outside, move around. The body records, the body remembers what it experiences. So you want to release the heavy energy of the narcissist relationship. Writing angry letters and actually moving your body when you do it is very effective. The body remembers and records. So when you're moving around, you are getting accustomed to moving and thriving forward after the narcissist relationship. Third and final tool. Okay, get physical. It kind of goes into the second tool. Get physical. Go to the gym. Exercise a little bit more. Smile, laugh more, move around more, travel more. Okay. Until next time, take care of yourself.